0: Welcome to the Cosmic Collective Podcast. I'm your host and psychic medium, Mads, and in this community, we talk about all things spiritual awakening, higher consciousness, and unlocking the path back to your soul. Welcome to the collective. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to the podcast. The day you're hearing this is the first day of Virgo season, August 23rd, and it's going to be a nice, calm season, I think, in comparison to what we all experience during Leo season. So you can take a nice, big, deep breath and um, really just allow yourself to sink into more sustainable, efficient mind-body connecting practices this month. But interestingly enough leo season was such an energetic cosmological event in and of itself that um it decided to go out with a bang on august 22nd the last day of leo season we actually entered mercury's pre-retrograde shadow so that is what we're talking about today just because i feel like everyone has like such a negative connotation to retrogrades And I really want to clear that up, give you an idea of what retrogrades actually are, what the shadow periods mean, and everything like that. So let's jump into it. Retrograde is when any planet, one that usually orbits ahead of the Earth, seems to orbit behind it for a specific period of time. Whenever you have an inner planet retrograde, and that is Mercury and Venus, it's a little bit more intense because those are affecting our personal lives mars also affects our personal lives um, so when mars retrogrades it is also um, a little bit more intense in a way when, than when outer planets such as jupiter uranus pluto and saturn um, retrograde and basically inner planets are personal life and outer planets are the collective so that's why we feel them differently Um, On August 24th, Uranus is also going to go retrograde. And I've seen people, of course, on TikTok saying, you know, Earth signs like get ready to get fucked for your Uranus retrograde. And it's like, because it's retrograding in Taurus. And it's like, no, that's not the case. Uranus is actually the planet that represents social infrastructure, society, things like that. Um, If you guys want an episode on the Uranus retrograde, let me know. I'll put a poll up on my instagram the week that this episode goes live and we can dive into that it would probably be a bit of a shorter episode maybe like a bonus episode um but yes mercury enters its shadow period august 22nd and the pre-shadow lasts about two and a half weeks and the post shadow also lasts about two and a half weeks and the actual retrograde itself lasts three weeks and this fall it's going to be from september 9th to october 2nd the planet going direct on october 3rd so what you're feeling during the, the pre-shadow period from the 22nd of august to the 8th of september is going to be the um it's kind of like the previews of what you're going to experience during mercury retrograde now mercury is the planet that rules the mind communication and um Parts of technology in the sense of communication technology. So like Zoom calls and um, recordings and things like that. And so that's where we see a a big part of the retrograde affecting. And that's why people find it such a sometimes tumultuous time because it's really affecting the mental sphere. The thing is is that when a planet goes retrograde it's basically a time for us to reevaluate our past it's where we are met kind of like um confronted in a in a gentle way from the universe saying okay this has happened in your past how is it affecting your future and where are you going from here what changes do you need to make how do you need to recalibrate and rebalance and that is actually a really big theme as to what's going on with this mercury retrograde because it is going to start its retrograde in the sign of Libra and then move back into the sign of Virgo. And we're going to talk about what that's, that's going to mean. I'm going to dive into that. But how we calculate the shadow periods, if you're wondering, okay, well, like, how do you know what it enters the shadow, which is such a beautiful question. It's So Mercury is moving through, I actually believe, on, I think it's the 25th or 26th. It is the 25th that mercury moves into Libra so in these last few days of the week that you're hearing this the midweek and the early week mercury is leaving the sign of Virgo as it enters the sign of Libra whenever the planet any planet in this case it's mercury when mercury gets to the degree in the sign so it's a point in the zodiacs each zodiac has 29 degrees so when it gets to a particular degree, the planet, in that zodiac sign that it is going to revisit during the retrograde, that is what we call the pre-shadow because it is, it's meeting itself where it is going to revisit itself in the coming weeks. So on Monday, uh, August 22nd, Virgo will be or was, by the time you're hearing this, was in um, or at the 26th degree of Virgo. And so once Mercury goes retrograde and then, and then finds itself moving back toward that 26th degree during the retrograde, then it, that's as far as it's going to go. And then it's going to release itself and move forward again. It's going to go direct. So that's kind of how these, these shadow periods work and um, the post-shadow will be up until from October 3rd to October 16th until Mercury clears the first nine degrees of Libra. Now, let's get into some key themes because there's some really, really interesting stuff that's going on with this retrograde. And I think it has a lot to do with the big activation that took place during the Lionsgate, the um, 888-Sirius-Earth alignment. Because during that period, I got such a a a strong amount of um communication from all of you in the collective whether it was emails instagram personal um people in my life people clients texting me asking what was going on that was causing them to feel so anxious so overwhelmed just uneasy and this is something that was really different this lion's gate Um, that didn't happen to the same degree last year from what I consciously remember experiencing. And that was that this Lionsgate brought in a massive collective purge. I'm seeing 414 right now. So I feel like that is going to be relevant to the message I'm sharing here. It brought in such a big collective purge where um, essentially what that means is Starseeds have what is known as triple helix DNA. They have a third strand of what is known as crystalline DNA. And just to briefly get into it, it's basically the DNA that is going to allow the human physical body to evolve over the next 2,000 years so that the Earth collective and its citizens um, can ascend into fifth dimensional consciousness where... Um, the physical biology of the human will have to change a little bit because the dimensions operate quite differently. And this is something that has been studied um, in very, very high elite levels of science. Um, so it's it's not unknown. Um, it's very, very common. And so what happens whenever you are activating that DNA, you can get very tired, very lethargic, but also what has to happen is you have to purge your double helix DNA. That doesn't mean get rid of, it just means to clean it up, to clear it, to um, foster cell regeneration and everything like that, tissue healing, uh, emotional purging and things like that. And specifically with this Leo season, we saw a massive purge in the physical body and mind of the collective who is ascending because Um, they're, they, they are raising, we are raising to a higher vibration where those energies were not going to be supported. So it's very, very, um, intense whenever it takes place and I do believe that um, that was kind of like a little bit of an insight as to what we are going to experience on the mental plane and what means mental rebalancing throughout this retrograde as a collective. Of course, the individual situations are going to be very subjective because everyone that I spoke to was dealing with very different types of anxieties and things like that. So um, that is just a little bit of a tidbit that I wanted to add. Now, the other thing that I noticed, and I can't remember if this happened last retrograde, but I feel like it's a very unique situation where um, on August 22nd, the moon was in Cancer. And on October 16th, whenever uh, the post-shadow ends, the moon will also be in Cancer, which is really, really, really interesting. So I feel like there is going to be a focus this retrograde, um, including the shadow periods on emotional healing and how your mental space has impacted your emotional state, your emotional balance, I guess. Your emotional health is what I'm trying to say. So there's going to be a need for cooperation and an emphasis on clarity and communication coming between the masculine logical mental side of your consciousness and the intuitive emotional side of your consciousness which is your feminine so there is going to be and that makes sense because virgo and libra are both feminine signs and mercury is an androgynous planet so it's going to be um, definitely this calling in of balance between the polarities within yourself within your consciousness So for some, you might also see just being that cancer does have a lot to do with childhood and the mother and ancestral connections. You may find that um, you are being encouraged um, you're feeling triggers related back to mother wounds ancestral traumas um, and you'll you'll know this if you're experiencing it ancestral wounds don't necessarily feel like your own um, but they feel like you're responsible for getting rid of them and mother wounds are root chakra wounds so this will have to do with Um, financial security, safety, um, feeling grounded and stable and at peace and safe in your body. So, with this um, retrograde, the areas of your chart that are going to be heavily emphasized are going to be your fourth house, your sixth house, and your seventh house, as well as wherever Cancer, Virgo, and Libra are in your chart. So you'll want to get a nice comprehensive overview of what this is, um, how how these areas of your charts are communicating. Um And you can do that um, by booking a reading, a soul contract reading with me. Um, I might even offer something throughout the retrograde um, or in September. I'm not sure yet, so I will keep you posted on that. That is retrograde specific, maybe like a little report or something. I'm not sure. It'll depend. Things are very busy here at Mads Mess right now. There's a lot of projects that are um, wrapping up right now, so... I'll keep you updated if I'm um, energetically available to offer something like that. And as well as um, this week in terms of being in Mercury's shadow, we also have the new moon in Virgo on August 27th, uh, potentially August 26th in some time zones, but on the eastern side, it's August 27th. Um, So if you're wanting to see how Mercury retrograde, the pre-shadow period, and this new moon in Virgo, Mercury's natal planet, is affecting you, please subscribe to my email list. It's linked down below, and you'll get all the goodies on how to navigate this new moon in respect to the Mercury retrograde that's going to be coming up as well. Um, And then we are going to enter Libra season during retrograde, which will be on the 21st of September. And so... I think it's really interesting how the sun is, and this is usually how retrogrades work the sun is always in the signs that are being retrograded. And so we're going to see a bit of um, potential emphasis on some ego play, ego dynamic here um, within ourselves. Um, So it's a really important time to be very self aware, uh, very conscious of the thoughts you're having, the feelings that you're having, and really figuring out if you're coming from a wounded perspective, an unhealed perspective, or a higher perspective, um, or trying to understand the higher perspective as certain wounds or triggers may surface. And again, these retrogrades are just time for you to really see how your past is still affecting you on the mental level. And the more that you repress these, these triggers and the things that come through, the worse retrogrades will get for you. That's kind of how it works, right? You repress things, it gets worse. So, um, just keep that in mind and really focus on, um, just spending time in your mind and not being afraid of it. I think that's the one piece of advice that I would give to literally anyone is you don't have to be afraid of your mind. Um, I heard a quote, a, a quote from the Buddha yesterday and it said, "The mind is a wonderful servant, but a terrible master," and I feel like that is so so true. And this is a common theme in the book, *The Power of Now* by Eckhart Tolle, and I really really encourage you all to to look into. Um, why you are so afraid to be in your mind like what are you afraid to see and find in your mind that causes you to avoid being in it right that's what leads to mind numbing that's what leads to mindless scrolling and constantly being busy and not sitting with yourself not meditating not journaling it's because people are afraid to be in their mind and there's there's no need for that I think the mind which is third dimensional consciousness the the ego part of the mind it can can feel very negative because it's wounded right but all that is saying the ego is just saying in that sense through its negativity of like I need help like I need to be nurtured I need to be cared for I'm seeing 111 as I'm saying that so just keep that in mind there is nothing to be afraid of of being in your own mind especially if you allow yourself to use what is coming through your mind as insight as to where you need deeper healing So it'll be important for you to look at your beliefs about yourself here, um, how you feel about living in the mind that you live in, in the body that you live in, especially because Virgo is about the mind-body connection and Libra is about balance. And really trying to see what beliefs, what fears, what anxieties, what wounds and traumas are still affecting you from the past that need to really be resolved so that you can become the version of yourself that you are destined to be, that you feel yourself becoming. It's This Mercury retrograde is going to give you a little bit of a nudge. And at the end of this episode, I'm feeling called to share a couple of books with you that will help this season. So uh, stay tuned for that at the end. Now... I'm just looking at my notes here. I took, a, I, I channeled the information for this episode. There is also going to be a an opposition between Jupiter and Mercury throughout uh, a portion of this retrograde. So it'll be important to assess your beliefs surrounding abundance and expansions and really evaluate where your beliefs don't line up with your desires. So... The the one thing that I ask my coaching clients, especially when it comes to manifesting abundance, is do you believe it's possible? And they say, absolutely, yes. And then I ask the follow-up of, do you believe it's possible for you? And that's where things seem to take a bit of a shift and, and things hit different. Because oftentimes the ego believes that things are possible for another but not possible for itself and that is indicative of the inner child wounds that need healing. So to assist you with that, I will link you my contemplation meditation and inner child meditation. These will help you, help you, help you so much. Um, to navigate what those wounds are and what you need to be aware of throughout this period. And truthfully, I would recommend getting started on that now. If you do just even a little bit of work within these next two and a half weeks before September 9th, I really, really can affirm for you that the retrograde will be a little bit easier for you. And spiritual guides, any of you who guide a collective, a fifth dimensional or higher collective, um, you are going to already be doing this. You're going to be feeling this. You're going to be working through this because you're preparing to get through things yourself. You're getting through things yourself right now so that during the actual retrograde, you can be of benefit to your collective. And then another note that I have here is also to um, take time to look at where your mindset differs from your action. And the example that came through for for this channeling um, I just want to give like a bit of a trigger warning if anyone struggles with food maybe like just skip like 60 seconds ahead of this but if you and I don't believe in good foods or bad foods I believe that you eat the foods that you eat I think that there are nutrient dense foods and there are like fun foods Um, but I think if let's say you're on a weight loss journey because that seems to be a theme at least I'm seeing a lot of it in my life and Um, just kind of like what I'm seeing online and things like that. A lot of people are trying to get into their best body and I really love that, especially for Virgo season, but that has to, you have to ask yourself, okay, I want to live in my best body. I want to create a body I love living in, but what are you doing every day for that? Are you moving your body? Are you stretching? Are you going for walks? Are you spending time outside? Are you eating nutrient dense meals and fueling your body? And that's not to say that you have to cut out. Obviously, you don't have to do that. Um, I don't cut out foods because my Sagittarius son is a bit of a rebel. And the minute she hears that she has to do something, she does the opposite. I've even noticed it myself. Like I've told my nutritionist before that I am never eating pizza. Like I'm not eating pizza for the next 30 days or for the next three months. And then what happens is I order pizza every week uh, after saying that because my Sagittarius son is like, fuck that. So it's not about cutting things out just to get into your healthiest body. It's about having balance, making sure that as much as you are enjoying the fun foods like pizza and a really good chocolate cake, which I'm craving right now, if you can't tell, um, it's also about making sure that you're eating those things, but you're eating nutrient dense foods as well. You're moving your body, you're stretching and you're just doing things that make you feel good in your body and that make your future self happy. Like how is your future self gonna thank you for the actions that you're taking today? The same is true with work, right? If there's a project that you want to get done then you need to work on it every day or every week. You need to set time aside for it. You can't just say, oh, I want to work on this. I want this to manifest. And then 30 days later, not have done anything and then wonder, well, why isn't it manifesting? Like you got to take the aligned action. So um, really assessing where your mindset and your desires um, maybe have been misaligned with aligned action and getting those back on track, bringing balance into that. Now, with the um, retrograde in Virgo portion, which will be at the latter half of the retrograde, so the end of September into October, um, the planets are bringing um, in like a reassessment of the relationship between your minds and bodies, which is why that example had come up in my channel about like nourishing your body and fueling your body and moving your body and loving your body. And just kind of like on that note, I feel like it's so important because I think Um, A lot of people, women especially, really struggle with body image issues. And I just want to remind you that your body is literally, literally the house your soul chose to live in. Your soul is literally pure consciousness, pure light, right? It's divine as fuck. Do my higher self meditation. You'll see what I'm talking about. Your higher self is amazing. And if your higher self chose to live in this body, treat it as amazing as your higher self is. Treat yourself as amazing as you are, is what I'm saying. Um, and, And just love yourself in all phases. Choose to be your best you in every way, in a way that is sustainable, comfortable, practical for you. But love yourself throughout all the phases, right? So... Definitely, in terms of the retrograde in Virgo, you're going to want to really reassess your lifestyle. How are you living life? And is this the lifestyle you want to live in the future? If not, what needs reassessing? How do you get to where you want to be? So, if you want a life of um, riches and luxury and material and financial abundance, which is so beautiful and so supported by the divine then you're going to want to see where your finances are now. Okay, do you need to save more so that you can invest more? Do you need to get a better job that pays better, that it's more in alignment with you? Do you need to finally take that step and step into purpose and maybe start a business or a passion project or a side hustle or passive income streams? What do you need to do to create that wealth, that abundance, that material manifestation in your life? And make sure that you're taking those steps so that that lifestyle is um, aligning with you so that in your future of this timeline that you are in, that is what you will experience. There's also a key point with an opposition to Neptune during the Virgo portion of the retrograde, um, to look at where your illusions are masking your intuition. So illusions are fear-based ego programs and intuition is your soul. Your intuition is always right because your soul always knows. Your soul sees things before you even see things. And it's why there is this expression in the spiritual community of um, trust your intuition before it makes sense because your intuition will never lie. And so this is where you might feel intuitively guided to take that next step in business or your career or the next step in a relationship, which I'm going to talk about relationships um, near the end of this episode because it's not the wisest to start relationships during Mercury retrograde Um It's like a reassessing, reevaluating period. So we'll talk about that, especially with contracts um, and and new employment as well. You'll really want to stay tuned for that portion of this channeled message. But it's really important to look at where you've been intuitively guided to go, where you're being intuitively led, and reassess what is causing maybe some inner or outer resistance um, of getting there, of taking that path, what fears you have and how you can work through those fears so that once the retrograde is over, you can peacefully and confidently move forward on that intuitively led path. So things that you can focus on this retrograde is cleaning up your mind, cleaning out your house, your closet, getting rid of things that you don't need, going maybe a little bit more minimalist with some of the things that you have, reassessing your routines your lifestyle how your habits contribute to your success in every sphere of life and facing the triggers that come up because as I said retrogrades are only intense if you ignore what's going on inside your mind now in terms of relationships and new employment and signing contracts and starting new things retrograde is really not a time where you want to rush into anything okay I have seen um, relationships start in retrograde and by the time retrograde's over, so is the relationship. Um, That's not to say that it's doomed for you if you do, but on a relationship and a love level, especially like romantic connections, uh, even friendships and any connection that is um, new and expanding and evolving, I would say just give it the extra three weeks. Wait till the shadow period. Um, Wait until October 3rd is essentially what I'm saying. Wait until the planet goes direct because... During this time when we are focused on the past, have you ever heard the like kind of funny, it's not really a myth, but it, it, like it can happen, um, where like exes always come back during retrograde? Yeah, that's a thing because people are focused on their past. So um, if you're in a relationship already, you might notice that old issues that were once resolved come back up and it's just to really like re-clear out that kind of energy and uh, bring back balance with everything within the context of the relationship. But starting relationships during retrograde, I really encourage to just get to know the person a little bit more. Ask them the hard questions. Ask them about their past. Um, Talk about your past to a degree that you're comfortable with, right? It's a really good time to just take things slow and really just get to know each other better and really open up the lines of communication because starting relationships during a Mercury retrograde, you might rush into things and not talk about your relationship priorities, your goals in life, what you know, just the important things that you need to talk about in a relationship, like what cheating is, um, because it's different for everyone. Um, you know your your desires in the relationship, how you know you receive love, how you give love, things like that. It's just a really good time to get to know people a little bit better. And in terms of employment and contracts, I also recommend if you like are like, yeah, but Mad's like my dream job just gave me an offer, like I really wanna take this, that's so okay. Just make sure you're really reading like in between the lines and the fine print of the contract. That is one thing that I um really, really strongly encourage. Like you just wanna be extra careful on um what you are agreeing to in terms of Uh, service or um, whatever it is that you're providing so that is something to really pay attention to again this is not a time to rush into anything relationships jobs the grocery store don't rush with anything just take your time trust me on that you will thank me at the end of this retrograde if you take that one piece of advice and then as promised some of the books that I recommend reading throughout this period would be The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, and Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. These are three books that are really going to help you reprogram and shift your mental perspective and help you connect with your higher self. So I think those would be very, very, very helpful for you during this time. But don't be too concerned. Whatever is coming up for you now is what you're going to be facing with maybe a little bit more intensity during the retrograde. Um, So just allow yourself to kind of get ahead of the mental internal work. Do lots of journaling. As mentioned, I will be linking below some meditations, my inner child and contemplation meditations. They're super helpful to go into these wounds and discover what it is that you need to heal and to reconnect with your ego and your inner child in very healthy ways to be able to nurture them back to good health. So that is everything for this Mercury Retrograde. If there's any more updates, I will definitely share them throughout the retrograde as it progresses. And remember that it's just an opportunity to heal from your past, to reassess where you're headed, and to um, basically just realign your path, yourself, and um, realign to your higher self. So... I hope that this information was helpful for you and I hope you have an amazing week. Go be your divine self. You've got this. I love ya.